This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black at FM Evolution, and welcome to episode 19. Today, we're sitting down with Adam Bartman over at Reed, and I'm excited to be able to share their story, not only because they're really cool entrepreneurs, but they have an amazing product and solution. And right now, the trend in facility management is all about resource management. Those are the two hot words. And let me tell you what, these guys have a really cool product, and they are managing water. And so if you're looking for a way to get a grip on what's going on with your facility, and it has to do with water, whether you want to know per room basis where you're using, where you want to be able to remotely control. And if you're just maybe looking to save some money, these guys are a great solution. So I highly recommend listening to the interview. It's a great one. But before that, here's a word from our sponsors. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They offer everything from clearing drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They're ready to be on site 24 hours a day, seven days a week. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326 or on the web at cgpconstruction.com. Reach out today. What's up guys, it's Sean Black with FM Evolution. Welcome to episode 19. Today, I'm excited to be having Adam Bartman on from Reed. What's up, Adam? Not much. Thanks for having us. Oh, man, I can't wait to have you guys on. I started talking about your product and going through and looking at what you guys do. This show is all about innovation and facility trends. And man, I, I can't wait to hear about you guys right now. This is really cool. Yeah, no, well, it's exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. So, man, for everyone who doesn't know, tell us a little bit about, about Reed, what you guys do. Yeah, so we, we've taken the approach of uh, using IoT technology. Obviously, that's that's the big rage nowadays. Mm-hmm. And we've created a hardware software suite focused on, on domestic plumbing in uh, commercial buildings. Man, that's really cool. It sounds very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It was a difficult road to go down, but uh, we're really proud of, of what we've come out with, so. Well, tell me about your journey. How did you guys get started, man? That sounds like a crazy uh, solution that you guys have come up with there. Yeah, I've I've always been an entrepreneur, but not necessarily on the technology side. Mm-hmm. So I I'm I'm 32 now. <clears throat> when I was about uh, 16, I used to work with my dad. You know, sitting side by side in the summers. He was a plumber for a really long time. Nice. So. Around 18, uh, finished high school, uh, did a little bit of college around uh, heating and air conditioning and and plumbing continued. But basically, around that 18-year-old range, spent the next 12 years building out a plumbing business uh, in Toronto, Canada. So we've grown that quite a bit. We went from basically one truck to 15, which was very exciting in and of itself. And so that that business continues to be active and, and is on the road. But four years ago, I sort of was was getting inundated with the same type of calls all the time. It was, you know, I have a giant flood. Yeah. Uh, I can't find a valve. This isn't working. Yep. It's the same kind of, you know, chaotic industry. And, and really what I realized then was that nothing has changed in 
50 years. So I said, you know what? I have a couple clients with some water related issues, water management related issues. And so I approached a childhood friend of mine. Uh, We went to like elementary school together. So he, he was in the automation space. You know, he, he dabbled in, in commercial sort of installations. He was the only guy I knew <laughs> that, that could do something <laughs> like this. And so at the time, at least, um, more specifically, I had a customer with crazy water consumption. And mm. they couldn't figure it out. It was a big apartment building, uh, residential apartment building. So I came to Avi, my co-founder, and said, M- make this plumbing fixture work on the internet. <laughs> yes, I want to see what's going on. Totally. And so I had, I had no intention of, of creating another business. It was, could I take, you know, valves and meters and put them on the internet? Sort of simple concept then. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I remember now it's, it's a nice story now, given where we've gotten to, but <laughs> he, he, you know, we scoured eBay and Alibaba and bought all kinds of widgets and, nice. you know, crap. We were, we were glue gunning wires to plywood. Oh and it was cliche you know very archaic setup yeah and uh and you know we did it so we we brought it to one of my customers one of you know the plumbing company's customers mounted all the equipment installed some meters this and that and our first beta site was this three commercial unit uh little building on uh on one of our major streets here yeah and the customer, you know, he was having an issue understanding how to divide water. There was a, a hair salon, a dog sort of washing facility, yeah. um, and then a bunch of apartments. And so very quickly, we gave him the, the water meter information on the internet. He was able to divide up the water. And for us, what, what was best is we found that the hair salon had a leak in the basement. They had no idea about it. no idea. Kid. No clue. And so it was, awesome. it was interesting. I- immediately we drove down total water consumption. So on the water conservation side. Yeah. And, and we realized, you know, hey, there may be a few others. With this <laughs> challenge, right? Were you nervous, um, man? Was, or like when you were first implementing it, how it would work? Yeah, very nervous. And, you know, again, we went there. We, we left a physical laptop on like yeah. a made shelf in his basement there's cobwebs like oh, dude it was it was very much you know <laughs> in the trenches but yeah. on on the front end what the owner saw on a computer looked really elegant right so that's all he cared about. about that yeah and that's all he cared about right yeah. so and we, we were open we we said to them you know listen uh we're gonna scrap together a few things and and see if we can help you here and we did which was very exciting and uh yeah and that that sort of led you know that that was the 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 tipping point for for going down this road so that's pretty much how you got inspired right there yeah very much you know i i felt like it was uh, an industry i knew very well that hadn't had any you know technological advances in quite a long time so it was a nice niche for us that's really cool man really great story and mm. a huge application for you know of <laughs> there's so many people that can use this it's just kind of it's kind of crazy in facility yeah. management alone we talk about saving and conserving resources you know whether that's electricity or water or people or time and uh water and risk mitigation is a big deal you know trying to for prevent sure. floods what would you say is your your biggest challenges you were facing when you were building Reed? 
Well, so it depends when along the timeline <laughs> you ask, right? Um, look, early on, it was raising a bit of money yeah, to, to take that glue gunned mess of wires into an into something product. that's uh, <laughs> so sellable, yeah. Right. And so we were fortunate to run into a, a software development company. Because, of course, I, I was more on the technical and Avi was, you know, mindful of how to put a product together, but we both didn't write computer code. Ah. Uh, and so we, we approached a software company in the med tech environment. Mm. And they were obviously good at what they did, but they were very helpful early on in sort of sitting us down and discussing a business plan, okay. which was important. I mean, a lot of people he said come to him with good ideas and they have no idea how they're going to do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so in that sense they were very helpful um but yeah early on was was raising money was a challenge because who are we right so yeah asking, what's your story what are you doing yeah <laughs> i mean I, I remember even after we raised the first bit of money from sort of family and friends when we had to go to real investors everybody was asking to make a deck and I, I didn't even know what it was. Deck. The deck. <laughs> You're like, sure, I, yeah. we'll make that. Right. I, I had never <laughs> made something like that in my life. I mean, for me, it was I got a phone call as a plumber. Yeah. I went to a job and that Go was do it. it. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was really hard. Um, you know, bringing people around us that helped elevate the, the story and, and the, real, the realism of, of creating a business. Um, but as, as we got into the storyline, uh, we were very fortunate to be surrounded with, with a lot of good investors. Mm, um, good. So once, once that challenge was out of the way, the, you know, raising the money, and we were given a bit of breathing room, I'd say that the next two biggest challenges were the actual development and working with vendors and keeping yeah. the costs normal. And, and, and we, we had overages and we had to deal with that. Uh, and then lastly, sort of the stage we're in is is actually selling the product. Getting it out there now. Yeah, I mean, IoT and, and smarter buildings and that whole landscape is still yeah. pretty new. It's still fresh for a lot of people. It is new and, you know, oh man, it's such a huge application for people, like I was saying, that I, I could see you guys just exploding because, you know, everyone's looking for that next way to save money and be more efficient in their facility, you know, and this is a great way of doing it. Really, really For cool. Sure. For um, sure. The, on, on, on the challenge there is last week, what I had heard, uh, the real estate sector spends mm -hmm. very little time and energy on, I mean, compared to the other industries on advancements in tech. So, you know, that, that'll, significantly change i think over the course of this year even so that's exciting from a facility management standpoint with implementing this type of product what do you think they should know like what is what is the key things that you would you would tell them so i i think the the biggest reason things don't progress today is due to the lack of integration. Okay. So I look at the smart home market in the residential sector as a, as a good uh, precursor to what we're doing. So Got it. what I mean is, you know, uh, Lutron was making lights and Schlage was making it. And everybody was sort of, big companies making yeah. widgets, 
but it never really seemed to take off. And I, I kept a close eye, you know, at the Home Depot aisle. <laughs> and, and five years ago, I said to myself, right now, it's sort of an end of aisle afterthought. Yep. But very soon, it's going to be a full aisle of smart yep. stuff. Exactly. I think really what catapulted that to be normal was both the continued advancements of smartphones, but more importantly, when, you know, Amazon, Google, the big boys walked in and said, whoa, 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 everybody, hold on. Yep. You're going to talk to our hub and you can continue making your little widgets, but we're going to sort of bridge the gap on, on the integration, the making things coherent. I mean, there's a big deal with, supposedly with voice, with the voice technology now, voice first, it's just been amazing. Very much, very much. I mean, Amazon's certainly kicking butt in, in oh, the, you know, voice Crazy. in general, but that, that'll be a big, uh, that'll be an important thing for the commercial environment. I don't, think the Amazon Googles will step in to be that entity, but we'll, no, we'll see. And I don't think they want to. I think it's more about, they, like you said, they're the bridge. Yeah. You know, they want to do the talking to all the components right. and that's fine. Let them do the talking. You guys can, can be super successful with the component side, you know? Very much. And so we, that, that's been a mission for us is to focus on integration more than anything. Yeah. And so, Today, what that looks like is just working with, you know, the system access control designers or, or other plumbers. You know, I very much made this for other plumbers to install and, and sort of empower them with, uh, with the product they could put in. That's smart. So now you really got to focus on distribution channels and working directly with plumbers versus going directly to the client too, you know? Totally. So obviously, you know, you're in startup mode, you're doing direct sales by, yeah. by necessity, but very much the the integration piece and the partnerships, you know, especially locally for us here, uh, has has been the most important. Um, yeah, yeah. What about like return on investment? Is I'm I'm assuming, based on some of the stuff, the research I'm reading from you guys, you know, the savings alone just in water is a huge return on investment for them. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, look, our product today looks like uh, water conservation, uh, flood prevention, and an improved operational efficiency. Yeah. And so, of course, if we mitigate one large flood, it's immediately paid for. But Absolutely. to be honest, nobody knows when that's going to happen. And yeah. So we speak more when we're talking to clients on the ROI on the operational efficiency side and the water conservation side. And so what those look like, very often, I'd say on almost every installation we've done where we're monitoring the water, yeah, you, you see an immediate drop, be it from catching, like I mentioned earlier, a, a leak nobody Leaks. knew about, yeah. or, or more often, uh, a reduction in water use when people start to be responsible for it. No, okay. They have to pay the bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny how that works, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. Um, yeah, and then and then on the operational efficiency side, I mean, part of a, a big chunk of what we drive when we're selling is the ability to shut water remotely. And in a commercial building, mm. that can be a challenge in and of itself. So I couldn't tell you how often, you know, our plumbing company would send a plumber out. Yeah. And a few things would very likely happen. He couldn't find the valve. It nope. didn't work. No idea where it's at. It's, 
it's always buried in a ceiling. Yeah, yeah, buried someplace, so. looking for hours. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> there's water everywhere. Maybe yeah. there's a flood or, or that. So what we've done is try and elegantly allow a very black and white process on shutting water. So much so that the plumber really shouldn't even have to do it. It'd be the you know facility manager, yeah, that's awesome. security guard, doorman, whoever. So does that work like, is that an online, is it an app? How does it work? Yeah, so uh, I'd, I'd call it an app, but it's all web-based. So you, okay. you go onto, you know, Safari or Chrome, yep. whatever the case. And uh, that, that was for a few reasons. It was for the security aspect, but also yeah. to make it work on every device. You know, we, we easily got out of the, the Android, uh, right. iOS, Making that, that, that whole hurdle. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all web-based. You hop on really clean, fresh, what you would expect in, in a new age software. Yeah. Uh, and very simple, very simple. That was our biggest thing. I mean, you know, you, you look at Apple and the comments from Steve Jobs at the time was it was very difficult to make something simple. You know, it's very right. complicated it's on the true. back end. So true. Yeah. Not, not, not that I'm comparing us to Steve Jobs. Hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Never know, man. <laughs> Listen, every one of those guys started where you start, you know what I mean? They started with just, you know, whether it's a, a, a very first model that just, man, it looks horrible, but functions. And then you just kind of refine, right. refine, refine. And, and uh, I did notice that your products are, they did look very refined. I mean, the, the communication hubs and all the equipment that that's involved looked really well done. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I, that's basically version four and what we would call, sort of the the commercialized product uh, obviously we went through some prototypes in the mvp stage and mm -hmm. you know to prove market and all that but today's products are are sort of the completed versions of everything and, and really proud of them what would you what would be your biggest your your top tips or advice you'd give for people trying to deal with water management yeah, I think I think the obvious ones first uh, are on sort of the energy side, mm. uh, putting in you know low flow fixtures, uh, monitoring overall water consumption. But I think where the disconnect, so that that's an easy thing for an FM to do. But right. I think where the disconnect is is, you know, they have a million things on their plate. They they initiate that project, let's say retrofitting their toilets or something. Right. Change them all, and they notice a reduction in water, and then that's it. They step away. What I find very frequently is that the water consumption tends to creep back upwards. Does yep that that inefficient range. And so, what we try to do, you know, when we install our equipment, is say benchmark your property, understand what you know in a residential building, perhaps yeah. uh, understand what every door should normally use, and let our software remind you in the background. Hey, you know, it's been four months, and we're noticing you know, 10% more water use, you should check it out. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And that's smart. And, you know, from a door standpoint, I think um, hospitality, that makes perfect sense. You know, if you're dealing with a hotel, oh, very much, it's such a big deal for those guys. And, and the amount of water, uh, money they spend on water, it's mind blowing, mm -hmm. actually. I've been yeah. some, with some of these uh, hotels we've talked about. I mean, you're tens of thousands of dollars a month. It's just, it's crazy the amount of money. So if they can just save a little bit of that and, and really be able to monitor it, that's such a big deal. Yeah, that's such a big deal. Yeah, that's, 
that's a big part of our goal. Like, like I mentioned, sort of those three pillars of what we're trying to achieve on the water side. Yeah. So what do you, uh, what's the future read, man? What do you guys see for yourself here coming up? Obviously yeah, you know, it's, through it's, a lot already. We, we have, it's a funny story. I mean, when we started four years ago, we were, we were very ambitious. We, our original sort of website, had uh you know stuff about electricity and nice. hvac and we we thought we were going to tackle it all but we we noticed that, you know the spaces are very busy there's a lot of people yes. doing their thing there and and if i could make any suggestion to an entrepreneur it would be to be hyper focused on, yes. on what you're doing so fairly quickly we decided you know we're, we're going to do water and we're going to do that really well yep and and you know i believe we are today as far as what happens in the future who knows i mean maybe we we kind of circle back and and do start to upload other elements of the building and and you know kind of set ourselves apart that way but for for today and at least the the foreseeable future just really focusing on on how to help with water in a commercial building oh that's awesome man well i you know i want to wrap up here and kind of uh, one more question. I, I really want people to be able to connect with you. So what's the best way for people to find you guys? Yeah, I mean, uh, typical platforms. Uh, we're very active on LinkedIn and Instagram. Our website, readwater.io. Uh, and, and that'll be the same across all platforms. So if anyone needs uh, needs help, we're, we're out here. Nice. Awesome, man. Well, I definitely want to have you on the show again. Um, I'm, there's so much more to talk about. Uh, and I, I definitely want to talk more about water conservation in the future because that's going to be, it's such a big deal for our, I know for our clients at CGP, but just as a whole through hospitality or restaurants or, you know, any type of facility, conservation is a big deal. California is as well. Uh, especially. So that's, sure. that's yeah, no, water's, water's a very precious resource. I think it's, you know, it's only been ignored because it's a little bit more inexpensive than the other energy resources right now in a building, but it's very quickly catching up. So yeah, not out here. <laughs> yeah. Well, Adam, thank you so much, man. I'm, I'm excited to have talked with you. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again. Pleasure. Thanks so much. Awesome. 